Get this sweezy fucking baby Got these rappers in my stomach Yeah, I'm taking it I ain't asking them for nothing If you sell a million records We could battle for your money I'd rather count a hundred thousand dollars On a Sunday Watch a football game and bet it all on one play Still stunting, baby Yes, I'm still flossing Latest car on the market With the top peeled off Big wheels make it look a little bulky You look a little salty Have yourself a chill coffee Chill out, the guns are still out Even though I am a boss and got papers to fill out mm, Alright <laughs> <laughs> Papers to fill out Papers to fill out Welcome to the second episode of Not what we said last time Cavalcade of Esoteric Thoughts Esoteric, right? Cavalcade of Esoteric Thoughts You can still call it that if you want Formerly known as now We're gonna go with uh, You just can't search it by that Different mothers Different fathers Still brothers. And movie and you gotta do it in movie guy voice though. Otherwise it doesn't work. But uh I'm AJ. Yo, what up, yo? This is Nate. Check it, check it. Check it out. Uh this week we're covering a bunch of good stuff. Mostly mostly funny things, hopefully, that people will get a chuckle at. Uh we're gonna do some news, some gripes. We don't really have anything that our girlfriends made or wa- made us watch this week, so what are we subbing it in for again? You said you got a a legit movie review. Oh yeah, I did have a legit movie review. <laughs> I right. do if you want to do it. Or yeah, we can do the the fan theory. I well, I, I don't want it to take away from uh, movies we hate or no movies we don't hate that people hate. Yeah, well, this movie is like has a catchier name than that. A movie that uh, that's gotten some pretty good reviews, but didn't stay in theaters long. But I didn't look, I didn't really like it. I thought I was gonna like it a lot more. And I'm looking forward to. it. I hope I've seen it before and I can give some. You what? You didn't see it. Oh crap! I guarantee you didn't see it. All right. Well, but yeah. I'll help. Well, I'll help. So, yeah, we'll do that, and then we'll do a uh, shitty great movie, and then we got another question, another hypothetical question, or if you if you would question kind of thing. Oh, so, sure. Do we have comments at all on any of these pages? I put the email address up in the SoundCloud. All right, so absolutely. Anybody who starts listening, if you guys wanted to send us a uh, hypothetical, we'd definitely be open to it. Um, it's literally that simple, hypothetical questions. You see the theme, and, yeah, give us your ideas. Yeah, I'm working on getting a Twitter uh, for the podcast, but I don't feel like managing it so that's my problem like i'm not going to tweet out things every day and be like what do you guys think of this like i got this great idea so but i mean i'm just trying to find a good way for the currently grad uh growing audience to talk to us but i'm still working on that so for right now just email address at us uh, on soundcloud or the email address i can just tell you actually straight up is uh still brothers podcast at gmail.com still brothers podcast gmail.com no spaces underscores periods or hyphens or anything like that and really anything any of the segments that you guys appreciate want to hear more of let us know or if you tell us we suck you know oh yeah we'll, I'll, I'll read that too we'll uh we'll have fun with it all right so going into it let's jump right into the news breaking news this week i don't know if you heard nate but there's a solar eclipse coming around no well, i've heard quite a bit and it's kind of topical because last week we were talking about eclipses and and how like if you saw the shadow of the sun oh yeah we're trying to figure out which is yeah yeah, yeah. You wouldn't, you wouldn't be a flat earther. That was the flat earther, yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Fucking retards. So it gets one step bigger with this uh, retarded shit in the eclipse. And this one, agencies down in South Carolina are advising people that there's going to be possible lizard man and Bigfoot sightings during the eclipse. You know, the second time you read that, though, it completely seems like a necessary thing to warn at least law enforcement. <laughs> and, like, people are going to be tripping out. Like, they probably got their hands on whatever crazy edibles they could get their hands on. A lot of people can't handle edibles, and they're going to be seeing crazy trees moving and 
nonsense. Yeah, but they're putting this out on social media. Like they're like telling their their people, like guys, listen up. You might see some shit out there. There might be some Bigfoot sightings. There might be some lizard man sightings. They didn't say to just get over it. Like we don't no, want to no, hear no. about it. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't contact your cops. The lizard man is on our payroll. The agency, the what is it? S C E. I thought lizard men could like look like us. So that's a flood. Yeah, I mean the picture. So everyone there could just be like, is that what they mean? Well, they're green apparently because the picture they they gave us is just like it almost looks like the Grinch, uh, but he got all his fur shaved off. Oh no, he looks exactly like. Uh, oh come on! It's like a Grinch had sex with a cone head. No, what's the turning to the center of the earth? Oh, I don't know. The Lost World. You know what I'm talking about? Jurassic Park. No, not that Lost World. The Lost World. Anyway, so. They had a great adventure. Went down, deep down, no. through the earth below. I got another one. Brandon Fraser? <laughs> no. <laughs> and they struck that little raft. Dude, come on. It's a whole, like, TV show. I got Land nothing. of the Lost. That's what it's oh, called. Land, Land of the, of the Lost. Lost. Damn, yeah, it took me a minute, but yeah. All right, yeah, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, the Land of the Lost. The, the little crazy green guys. Oh, the lizard people? Yeah, but they were called something. They were wearing tunics. Never trust that was just the, Yeah, that was just <laughs> the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's the tunic of shame. Yeah. <laughs> that movie, that is a great movie. I love that movie. My dad loves that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's hysterical. Anyway, well, we'll talk about that later on when we get down. Grab a great movie right there. Yeah, grab a great movie right there. We'll t- we'll get to it at the end of the podcast. More of this Oregon stuff, though. It's uh, uh, South Carolina, not Oregon. Oh, South Carolina saying that. South Carolina. anyone care down there? Isn't that like the last place it's going to hit? And where are the trees yeah. that these lizard men are hiding in? They don't. They don't. No, lizard men live underground, Nate. If you're gonna get your conspiracies oh right, they I'm, are. I'm trying really hard. They have burrows. They're like burrowing people. And they have a whole cities. There's like people legitimately believe that there's cities underground. Yeah, you used to work with a guy, right? <laughs> lizard people. Yeah, that's, that's so many so, things. I I wish I could meet characters like that. <laughs> it's hard to take them seriously, especially when they're their, your boss. Oh wow, that's intense. Yeah. <laughs> guy comes out of the bathroom doing there's coke. Lizard men everywhere. Tell me about lizard people. You clean people. the back shelves. <laughs> 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 no, I was at a car. It was my car dealership manager. So he'd like he'd come out of the bathroom, rub his nose because he just did some coke, and he'd be like, "You want to see this crazy video?" <laughs> no, I don't want to see this crazy video. You're coked out of your mind right now. You're gonna tell you me about hold me against the wall if I don't. <laughs> You're gonna tell me about fucking lizard people if I don't care. <laughs> so anyway, the South Carolina, uh, <coughs> sorry, the, I don't even know what this stands for. The S C E M D, South Carolina Emergency M- M- Division, Monster Division, Monster yeah. Division. Yeah, yeah good clearly. Ah, Evans for monsters. <laughs> He's <laughs> just learning letters today. Yeah. He's doing well. Anyway, so the SCEMD does not know if lizard men became more active during solar eclipse, but the agency explains, "Be advi- uh, uh, but we advise the residents of Lee and uh, Smutter counties should remain ever vigilant." So, There's a Lee County in every backwoods state, I think. General E. Lee County. General E. Lee County. <laughs> Not anymore. They're getting rid of all the Confederate shit. No more E. Lees down there. You know, this may be a uh, a little bit taxing, but I don't want them to destroy them, though. Like, I don't want people paying taxes. They should go to, like, museums. But, yeah. I've, like, I don't know. Um, Something about destroying artwork is still destroying it artwork. It was some, like, racist shit, but it should still be it part, a big part of uh, the United States history and should definitely should be preserved in some way. Man, just anyway, too, too big of a topic. Too serious. So uh, I got some stories. You want to hear one of the stories of a lizard man sighting? Please. It was first spotted in 1988 by Christopher Davis, a then 17-year-old Lee County resident, according to previous posts. 17-year-old, very reports. reputable. So Davis was driving around 2 a.m. one summer morning when he got a flat tire. Hmm. <laughs> Suspicious? 
It might have been the lizard man. After he finished changing it, he claimed a red-eyed devil appeared about 30 yards away. Davis was able to get in his car and drive as the alleged creature jumped onto the roof of his car. He threw the thing off. Doesn't say how. I'm assuming swerving from left to right. <laughs> Some kind of action movie craziness. <laughs> Stopping on his brakes really short. Uh, but said it. But said that it was able to keep up with the car at a speed of 40 miles an hour. What damage was found on the car? I don't know what say. Oh, wow, I'm not taking it. Like, a- anyone who gets a lizard monster jumping on their car is going to report it to the insurance agency. Dude, if a lizard monster jumped on your car, there's got to be, like, at least hand scratches. 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 Yeah, hand scra- scratches. <laughs> I, I like ah, the hand di- scratches. It's addictive. <laughs> it definitely is. But there's a guy who, uh, cop car. Cop car was all destroyed and stuff, and they were like, what happened? He was like, I blacked out. It must have been aliens. And, like, if you black out while driving, you're probably going to have damage to your car. So, like, <laughs> I don't know how far far that goes. But, uh, I don't know. Yeah, like, even this guy thought they would damage his car. So, I'm finding it hard to believe that a loser man is going to leave no damage. Scratches. Mmm, scratches. Those scratches. Little scratches. Yeah, scratches all over my paints. So, that's a real thing down in South Carolina. People are worried about, uh, well, it's everywhere. They got mothmen and, like, where's that? Mothmen? Yeah, the. I might, I don't know, don't quote me on this, but uh, Galloping Gertie, the the White Stone sister bridge that did the wave and collapsed. Oh, yeah. Killed that dog. Yeah. They said that- <laughs> it's funny that you know about that. So <laughs> he left it in the car. <laughs> anyway. The guy, no, my favorite part about that is the announcer, or the guy who's like commentating the video, he's like, fortunately, nobody perished on this bridge except for one dog who was left in the car and was quite scared. He <laughs> was quite scared. <laughs> His name was Spot. <laughs> he loved chasing cars. <laughs> I was like, they couldn't just tell us about this bridge class. <laughs> they could just left up dog out. You don't see him in the window of the car. Like, you see the car go down, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> they show it in every engineering class I've ever had. It's like, oh, you know, you're going to be an engineer. Like, this, you need to see this bridge. This is a colossal engineering fuck up. Like, here it is. They're not accounting for the wind. You can At see the same it. time, we've done nothing about the Whitestone. Whitestone still stands. Which one's the Whitestone? Uh, uh, the one in Canada? Bronx to Queens. Oh. Uh, or, yeah, Bronx to Queens or Territown to Queens. Where no, somewhere along those lines, but um, yeah, they put like little uh wing edges on the end to make the wind go around the bridge instead of actually interrupting the bridge. It's a very simple uh simple solution. Still, well, they could have saved a dog that day, but they didn't. Oh, bastards! Oh well. Anyway, back to the point. R. That R. wasn't spot. the wind that knocked it down. It was the goddamn uh, moth monster. <laughs> I, s- <laughs> I swear to God, it's a thing. Like they're like every time something, and then nine eleven happened, and they're like, dude, the moth, moth man, he was strikes again. Yeah, they're like, we saw him, so clearly he had come out of hibernation like a week before nine eleven. So you you put the you do the math, dude. Is that the movie no, that no, you uh, do the math? Richard Gere. Richard Gere. Mothman prophecies. Yeah, that Mothman prophecies movie. Oh, I don't know. Is there really a movie about it? Dude, oh no way, yeah. really? Yeah. Whole movie, Richard Gere. This is real though. Like the the Mothman, Mothman destroyed the Galloping Gurney. It's all him being like a personal investigator, like trying to come to the bottom of. Those people believe this. I like, can tell it's a big budget movie. They know where he lives. They like won't go to this old abandoned like power station. They're like, no, 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 that's the Mothman's house. Like <laughs> you took, can't go up there. He took in a bridge in a building. We're two guys. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> We're not taking him in. <laughs> he mind control people to drive planes. <laughs> You can fuck with a moth, man. <laughs> you even have your wing cuffs? I don't. <laughs> That's a trick. You can bind his hands, but you're not stopping him. <laughs> yeah, no. especially if you got, like, psychic powers. So, yeah. Shwing, shwing, shwing. Anyway, be wary of these lizard people and, and Sasquatch sightings and the eclipse. Oh, by the way, the Yeti, too. 
Because, like, who knows what's in the snowy? Are you going to go walk through the snow in the Alps and find a Yeti? No. Well, it looks so like. So let's just agree that he's out there. The path of the solar eclipse is going from the top of California really all the way across down to South Carolina. But you know what's funny about this? South Carolina. Okay, so NASA. Uh, May not be fully in the loop on South Carolina's Lizard Man, but their scientific visualization center did publish the Sun Squatch, a graphic showing exactly where one could possibly could potentially see the eclipse and Bigfoot at the same time. But like here's South Carolina down in the bottom right hand corner of the United States. There's only three dots there on sightings. Yeah, it's like the least likely state to release this. Yeah, meanwhile Tennessee has like a hundred, fucking Kentucky's got like eight, and then it just goes up from there. Even the top of California is pretty packed with like nine. No, no squatches in Ohio, though I noticed. No, there's one. Yeah, there's like one way in the corner. <laughs> he's like he's a border hopper of those two states. No, there's nothing out there. You can't address him to Ohio. That's just one squatch. Maybe it was a, maybe it was a lizard person. Yeah. yeah, dressed up as a squatch though. Oh, oh lizard, man, lizard squatch. There's levels. There's levels. Lizard people are trying to hide as sasquatches. <laughs> <laughs> We're not kicking as humans. People are on to us. <laughs> I've read the internet. Well, they're they're warm blooded, right? So they gotta wear like those big furry coats all the time. They like, stay warm. Cold blooded, but yeah. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, well <laughs> I don't know shit about that stuff. You gotta lay in a heat lamp. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, if you just put a big coat on, you don't need a heat lamp. <laughs> you ever notice John has a heat lamp in his office? <laughs> <laughs> but man, all that Mothman stuff it does is remind me of that Aqua Teen Hunger Force episode. With uh, H. John Benjamin, where he plays the ball. Wow. And the school bus. Hey, who left the door open and ripped <laughs> off the hinges and threw it in the front yard? <laughs> yeah, I just saw this light. I just couldn't get enough of it. A sexy little otter. <laughs> All right. That was John H. Benjamin. Nice, nice. John H. Benjamin. I thought it was H. John Benjamin. Who cares? <clears throat> I care, obviously. Okay. Do you know Emma Stone? <clears throat> Has actually Stone Emma? No, she's oh. like she hates going by Emma, and that's like the Screen Actors Guild just like forced her into that. So she They're go like, by? "There's an Emily Stone." She's like, "All right, can I go by M Stone?" They're like, "No, nah, there's an M Stone." There's, <laughs> she's a, like, there's an M Night Shyamalan. What too close. isn't there? She's like, "They're like Emma," so now she has to go by a name she hates. So John H. Benjamin is just his Screen Actors Guild. I have no idea what that dude wants to be called. Carl. <laughs> I was racist, Carl. <laughs> I identify as a Carl. My name's Elvis Presley. They wouldn't let me use that. <laughs> Went with John H. Benjamin. Just call me Mr. Mr. Presley. Nice to meet you. Sal Valentini. You want to wrestle? Elvis Parsley? <laughs> anyway. All right, moving on to grapes. Hit the grape music, Nate. It's the old podcast music. <laughs> That's the podcast cat. I don't, I don't know what the grape music is. I should just like record us going... Gripe. Some yeah. kind of interlude. That'll be it. We need something for this stuff. Who's that, Doug? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, this week, our gripe is people who put things out on the side of the street with the sign free on them in low traffic areas. So, like, I live on this cul de sac, and these people near me put up a put out a fucking bed. The whole bed frame wrote free. Like only, there's only like eight families in this development. Four of the houses aren't <laughs> even occupied. Yeah. Like, like who what kind of traffic they think they're getting with that with that bed? They stayed out there for weeks. Like they might as well just go door to door. They could have had a post on uh, Craigslist though. Yeah, they could have, but they didn't. It's not there anymore. You know, is that bed still out there? 
I doubt you researched Craigslist. I doubt that No, I didn't research Craigslist. I couldn't get it. You got to do that. I'll see cars for sale, and I'll just like type in New Windsor. I'm just trying to get the lowdown. I'm like, how, how much cars. is this guy asking? Plus a fucking bed. You put it outside. People put free stuff on Craigslist, man. You know what you can get on Craigslist for free any time of the day? What? Washing machine. Uh, washing machine? Washing machine. Treadmill. Kelly just got a treadmill. She, she should have gone on mom. Craigslist. It's always free, man. Well, she got. She did get on tra- Craigslist for like six hundred bucks. But here, my whole theory is that you could buy a Craigslist treadmill for free, have an unlimited supply of electric motors. Just do whatever the hell you want. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, what can't you do with an electric motor? And they're just free out there. Anybody listening, go on Craigslist, pick up the treadmill, throw the rest out, keep the electric motor. Some of those motors make are something. only like two horsepower. Go kart. Okay, you're gonna trash someone with a two ho- two horsepower go kart. You're gonna trash someone. <laughs> That's like whatever lawnmower engine they're throwing on only has two point five or whatever, and this yeah. is instant torque. That, that would be gnarly. You just have to come up with a way to convert because that it clearly runs on AC. So you'd have to come up with a way to make the DC battery work with this AC motor. So you'd have, have to have DC some to kind AC of converter. Yeah, but so that's a little bit of extra cash. And I was saying they were getting this out for free. It's a free motor, maybe not a free means of. Uh, electrifying it so you're gonna have to invest a little bit to make it into whatever you got you could use like an op amp anyway anyway what anyway all right <laughs> about this free shit on the side of the side of the road i've never experienced this i like if i'm on a cul-de-sac that has very few houses and i see some free stuff i am the market for that free <laughs> stuff <laughs> so like i might want that well, they're want talking to, to me what is it yeah what is it about us that makes them th- think that I want a free bed. Like, they see me drive by, like, you know what? This guy could probably use a bed. I think it might be a misunderstanding of the dump system. You might not realize that, like, just go to just go to the dump. It's going to cost you, like, 20 bucks minimum. Literally minimum, because there's no way in a, a pedestrian car. I, I meant maximum. $20 maximum. There's no way in a pedestrian car you're going to max out the weight, you know? No. So you go on the scale. You're going to leave there with more garbage. You're like, you get more garbage in there? Yeah, exactly. Like, there's no weight. But yeah. so, so they have a minimum charge of $20, but I think people just don't understand. So they're like, here, you throw this away. It's the same theory as uh, guys who hand out pamphlets. But they didn't even do anything for it. They just fucking threw it out there. Free. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a mi- it, Like, they don't know what to do with it. They're like, dude, do I have to, like, load this in my car and break it to the dump? And then how much does it cost? Hopefully it's one a- of my neighbors needs a bed. Yeah, it's just <laughs> you throw this away. Like, hopefully you think an- you wanted it enough to put it in the back of your car. And then when you get it home, you're like, why the fuck did I pick this up? But that's your problem. Why did I get a whole bed? Yeah, it's just a, a transfer of responsibility. What did I need this I think- fucking bed frame for? Oh, sorry, Mike. But no, that's actually a great... They put it free on low traffic areas because they're trying to relinquish responsibility for their garbage. Mm-hmm. Boom. 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 <laughs> I mean, they could just, like, take it apart and put it on the side next to all the other garbage that gets picked up. Oh, that might be a dick move, too, though. No, you got to bundle it. That's what we do. Just go to the dump. Like, why are people afraid of the dump? The dump's awesome. You can throw out, like, TVs there. You can throw out paint. Throwing TVs is the best and you can throw a key- no keyboards are the best those things i don't have like an abundance of keyboards that i'm just ready to throw out at any time oh i've only had the privilege once <laughs> but it was it was weird amazing. you don't go to other people's houses that are giving away free keyboards on the side of the road pick them up go to the dump just to throw them away i just sound like a dump rat but no i spend a lot of time at the dump and like i've had to clear out a lot of houses like people will pay a contractor to come in 
get all their crap and throw it out so that they can sell their house and it looks decent, you know? Yeah. So they don't want to clean it out. So you go there and there's and you're like, oh, this computer monitor is going to turn into a ball of flames. And then it just like just crashes. It's yeah. boring. <laughs> but then you take the keyboard and it blows up into, what is that? Keys? Well, no, I was trying to, 46 individual keys. Oh, I have no I have no clue how many keys are on a piano. That would have been cool if I, yeah, on a piano. Keys, 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 keys. No, I don't have that strike. <laughs> it was a keyboard. It was actually a guitar. <laughs> Ebony, Ivory. <laughs> you know, it out of the you know, look, up, look up how many keys are on a keyboard. She is our reluctant fact checker. <laughs> she didn't sign up for this. Checker. I didn't sign up for this. Yeah, the checker. Game over, man. Game over. Yeah, the checker. Who was that? Oh, Bill Paxton. He's dead. Yeah, Bill Paxton, RIP. From Alien, right? Mm-hmm. Game over, man. Oh, hell no. Aliens, my favorite. Ooh, sorry. The plural. It's so weird. Like, in the late 80s, early 90s, you could not make... A Bill Paxton movie? A shittier sequel than oh. the original. Like, Terminator, awesome movie. Terminator 2, the best Terminator. <laughs> uh, Alien, that's a good movie. Aliens, the best movie. Like, they thought they were clever serious. with that name, though. Aliens. Oh, no, they didn't. I feel like they they <laughs> just... They're so upset. How many? How many? Yeah. James Cameron's like, you guys are gonna love this. <laughs> and they're like, damn it, James. Instead of aliens, we got aliens. Was right. that James Cameron? I know he was. Yeah, a T- no, TMNT. Too. I don't think it was. Maybe it was. Hold TMNT on. TMNT. No, James Cameron Terminator does uh, too. that other shit. Hold on. You he did Terminator you 2. You got an answer for us? I have two answers. All right. Well, you got two answers. Was there extended? Qwerty keyboard. Qwerty keyboard. Uh, there's no standard computer keyboard, although many manufacturers imitate the keyboards of PCs. There are actually three different PC keyboards. The original PC keyboard Cordy. with 84 keys, the AT keyboard with also with 84 keys, and the enhanced keyboard with 101 keys. Oh, shit. So, so even an average of just 90. Dude, the entire time I've been thinking, like, keyboard. There's double as many as I like, guess. Like a Casio keyboard. <laughs> like, like, oh, my God. <laughs> AJ, damn it. <laughs> I meant like a QWERTY. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said a piano. It makes so much sense. <laughs> I even I got there by saying I threw a computer monitor. You're like, yeah, fuck computer monitors. <laughs> Where's that piano? <laughs> I was like a Casio keyboard. Well, I mean, if they're laying around. <laughs> you did say Casio. I missed your... Oh, man. People listening to this here, they're both idiots. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Oh, shit. So, well, yeah. yeah. Well, QWERTY keyboards do. I, I met, yeah, QWERTY keyboard, and it was fucking annihilated. It just went everywhere. Like, you got a K in your hair and shit. <laughs> I was such an idiot. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Casio keyboard. <laughs> you know the ones you make beats on? Do, 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 do. Oh, I was like, I'm wow, you come across those often, huh? <laughs> I've only ever had one in my entire life. That was Danny's. Yeah, it wasn't even mine. All right, uh, that's enough of that, I guess. Ooh, my cheeks hurt from uh, laughing so hard. Yeah, smiling muscles. Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right, what are we hitting on next? Uh, I think that's your movie review. Just wedge it in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's me putting it in. The the movie review. It's a graphic movie review. <laughs> All right, so uh, on Monday, I went to the movies and I saw... Dum, 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 dum. Uh, a 9.45 showing, first of all, which I regret. Dude, 9.45 movies? That's late. It's a late time to start a movie. Like, oh, oh, at night? Yeah. So, uh, man, I missed it. I was like, yeah, well, clearly. You went to Distenta. You said down the road. No, I went to uh, the AMC in Middletown, the one with the recliners. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, I'd go to a, a late night showing of that, but you don't go to Distenta unless it's a matinee. I don't fucking go to Distenta, period. That movie theater sucks. 
Yo, five bucks a matinee though. You can't really be. Actually, I think it's sixth. But place is garbage. Anyway, um, <laughs> it is garb. Newburgh, New York. Anyway, tell me the movie. Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. Oh wow, you really saw it. I I, saw I suggested it. that to you last night, and I have not seen it. I went and saw it. It I was just gassed it. I thought it was going to be so good. I thought it was going to be awesome because it's by the same guy that did uh, Fifth Element. Where'd you even hear it from? I don't remember his name. On TV, I saw so many commercials and previews for it. Yeah, no, they had an ill marketing campaign. They did. Almost pulled me in because visually it? it looks. Dude, visually it was awesome. Looks like, crazy. I, I want to watch it again just so I can see all the shit that they put in it because it's. It's stunning. Like it's it's fucking great. It's the best part of the movie. Storyline wise, it's garbage. Tell tell me why storyline wise, because I've I've heard the story wasn't even that bad. All right, so you got two main characters, because the story has a lot of potential. Like it could be really good. We're gonna hear spoilers. You get two main characters. Because I don't mind spoilers. <clears throat> I'll try to keep it relatively spoiler free. But you get two main characters, and you get you get like no backstory. Like you don't tell like there there's obviously like a love connection between them and they're trying to be like witty and have banter but they can't really do it. You don't really know like why they're partners. They're kind of like agents, but one's a major and one's a sergeant. Real quick, who's the guy from it? Because I know the girl's the the arms girl from Suicide Squad. Yeah, she used to be a model. She's hot. She knows that, how to work those arms. That chick, the <laughs> arms girl. <laughs> Just doing this tweaking with her hands all the all the movie. Let's see. What's this guy's name? Daniel DeHaan. Or Daniel DeHaan and Cara Della Vagine. I don't fucking know how to spell your name. I'm sorry, girl. Carol Vagine, who's only been in one movie, just moving her hands crazy, and apparently her only credential is hot. And then some other guy I've never heard of. Like, this was not the platform to build this movie off of. Yeah. Something that could have been good. It was horrible. Like, but they it, brought in Bruce Willis for the first one he did. Yeah, well, that was awesome. And the storyline was better than that one. They gave, you, they gave you backstory. All right, so the guy's name, the main character's name is Major... Va- Major Va- uh, Vagina. Major Vagina. <laughs> Major Valerian. And oh, the, that's why it's Valerian. Yeah, Valerian. Sorry. Major Valerian and then... <laughs> Valerian. <laughs> Valerian. I think you pronounced Valerian. Valerian. And then Sergeant Loreline. Those are the two. And they're partners. But you don't know, like they're in this, like they're partners. in this, they're in a, they have their own ship and they're flying. Or yeah, they're partners both in like the actual sense in the army. And he's trying hard to be her partner in real life. Like he wants. Oh to, shit! He, he didn't like, smash though. Yeah, no, he didn't smash. But apparently, he smashes a lot of bitches. That's all he really does because that's the only backstory you get on him. They look like they were like sixteen. They're like he. Get, she's like, I don't. What, what age are they portrayed as? I don't know. I have no clue, dude. I saw Ender's Game like played out in my mind when I saw the commercials. But Ender's Game was pretty good. I like Ender's Game. No, me too. I've heard the book is better, but I'm saying that I thought it was based on like some kind of trial period of these people trying to get to the next level. No, you see, so you're, you're thrown into the relationship. I can't believe, yeah, thrown into the relationship, thrown into these people essentially being adults for no reason. Yeah, well, that, and they're a major and a sergeant in a military you know nothing about. You don't know what's going on. You don't know why they're like why they're their own agents. Like you don't know. Like, I don't know what the fuck they're doing. They're he's a major, she's a sergeant, but they're. Out there doing like secret agent missions. They so just to, banking on a prequel. They have to go on a sting. That's yeah, what, like there's definitely a story that they didn't give us, you know, because they don't get anything. But they try to have like witty banter and like nice on-screen chemistry. They decent really, witty banter though. They, no, it's horrible. It's horrible banter. Crap. They're garbage. And then um, he, Valerian learns about this planet that got destroyed. Valerian. Valerian. Sorry. Valerian. <laughs> Valerian. Valerian. I'll, I'll do that all. Yeah, probably from Game of Thrones. Um, but he he finds out he gets this planet getting blown up, beamed into his head, 
So he's like, oh, this planet got blown up. It's like, a premonition gotta... kind of thing, or yeah, kind of post haste. Post haste. So it already happened mm-hmm. like years ago. He's like, oh, I gotta, I gotta figure out what's going on with this. So that goes on. And then do make concussions during training. Like <laughs> the commander of the army ends up being the bad guy, but you go around the whole story and you and it doesn't really explain. It doesn't really explain anything. Like it shows you a lot of cool stuff, and the plot moves. But the story, uh, I don't know, man. Like I just don't—they don't give you any details. You're like, you don't—you don't know why you should care about anything that's happening. And I've even heard that they have a problem with sticking with characterization of their characters. Like their characters would have some kind of major uh, motivation or even like hang up that would all of a sudden come into play later in the movie or be a problem in the beginning of the movie that would somehow disappear without any kind of re- really grow that's growth. You, yeah, it's because you don't know anything about them as individuals. Like, all I know about this dude, Valerian, Valerian, whatever the fuck his name is. you watch the movie. Is that he banged a lot of chicks. This is literally that big of a plot point. He wants to get married. And at one point, he might have had a hard relationship with his mom. That's it. That's all you know about him. You don't know why he joined the army. You don't know what the army really is. You don't know why he likes Sergeant Loreline so much. Like, they don't even show their love triangle very well. He's just like, oh, like, I want to marry you. I've heard, like, on average, 45 million. Oh, man, that might be an exaggeration. But I'm pretty sure, like, 45 million, 40 million is paid for advertising on average by movies. I wonder, I bet they went way over that, just trying to get people in the seats. Because you went. Yeah. They got your money. Well, dude, it was almost out of the theaters. It was the only showtime around here. No other theater has it. Yeah, but I'm sure opening weekend they might have gotten some money back. It but... only opened, like, two weeks ago. Oh, I feel like they've... Oh, damn, man. It That's hasn't been nuts. It hasn't been long. That's really rough. July 21st it came out. So, yeah, like... Two to three weeks ago. And it's also rough because I can't imagine, I don't think uh, Fifth Element was that big of a, a draw at the movie theater, but in cult following, it's amazing. But, I mean, maybe this is a me problem because I like having like character background. Like I like having... You need it so you can focus on... You're saying there's problem. no story because you're trying to focus on two things at once. Who the fuck are these people and what the fuck are they doing? Yeah, like why Why are they doing anything? Oh, dude, it's awesome. At one point, they're getting, they get... They're in like an AR. They're in. A, they have a shopping mall that's in another dimension, and to get there, you have to put on like these AR goggles, pretty much, and see the actual mall. And because they're on a special trip, like a secret agent trip, he has to put his arm inside this this meta box that half of his arm is going to go to the other dimension, so he can hold the gun and like hold people up, and then they spray him invisible so he can't be seen. But his box gets broken, and he can't get his arm out, and he's running, and that's the only thing keeping him in the other dimension and the other dimension things are chasing him the other dimension bad guys are chasing him he's like fuck fuck i can't get my arm out so his partner loreline fixes it first she opens up the box there's just like a big ball of wires and she takes off the wires looks at it and just like throws it away <laughs> first of all there's a big ball of wires in here that's not supposed to be there they need to stop insulating things with wires i've told them millions of <laughs> fucking picks out like literally there's a ball of wires just like oh, what the fuck throws it away and then when she fixes it, it closes it up. There's no wires in it. Like, nothing's in there anymore. It's There's like, no circuitry at all. Completely <laughs> empty hole. I'm like, wow, this is fucking garbage. Yeah, that's, oh, man, that's disappointing. Visually, though, it's awesome. Like, there's so many cool things to look at. Yeah, I'll definitely wait for uh, DVD. I should have waited for DVD, because then I feel like I wouldn't have been that disappointed. Yeah, they'll make their money back on Redbox. The most story you get, the most character story you get is Rihanna's character, Bubble. Oh, God, why do they keep shoehorning her into the movie? She plays, like, a fucking shape-shifting prostitute hey everybody out there uh rihanna five head just notice it next time i feel like i'm the only one noticing it she is a five head but she has an amazing everything else oh i i was not calling her unattractive at all i was just saying five head 
Clive Owens in it. He's the bad guy. He's the commander that turns tail. Like he's the commander that he ends up. He's the one that actually blows up the planet, and he's basically just trying to cover his tracks the whole time. And they blew up the planet because they're in some kind of war, but they don't tell you anything about this fucking war that blew up an entire planet and why he covered it up if anybody was onto him. And then for some reason, one one guy figures it out. They blew it up on purpose. No, he, yeah, he he blew it up on purpose. He blew it up. He sent. And it, why is he afraid if he's a general? Like he blew up a ship and shit? crashed it into the planet. And they're like, uh, there's so like, didn't mean to there's build. life forms on there. And he's like, I don't give a fuck. Blow the planet up. Oh shit! Like they're primitives. <gasps> oh, so yeah, kind yeah, of. I a, give, I don't give a fuck. Damn, like. Well, Take me, if you will. <laughs> Take me, if you will. Ooh. But Beast Wars, if like Megatron had crashed on Earth first and Optimus was just like, dude, just wipe out the planet. Like, I'm not even trying to fuck with those eight people that will turn to humans. Yep. Damn. Pretty much. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Damn shame. Yeah, should have followed him down there. They would have been like Cheetor and Rat, uh, and Rat Trap. Would have worked out way better if they had just followed him down to the planet. Could have been a different movie. But they're in, a, they're in this like hyper-futuristic reality, hyper-futuristic world. I'm so excited that you're saying it doesn't come off cheesy, though. Makes me want to see it. Like, even no, with yeah, the, it's the shitty it, acting. It's definitely not corny. It's just shitty storytelling. Yeah, but I love, like, that kind of... Um, but wait, listen. Hold on. Doctor Who. Like, just showing me Who. all different kinds of possibilities. But hold on. Check. So the bad guy, after he blows up the ship and crashes into the planet, the guy that told him that there was primitives on the planet, he kills him. But the way they show him kill him is he just walks up to him and fucking blows his brains out. Like, in the middle of, like, it looks like work. Like, he's at his desk. He's like, oh, hey, by the way, like, what are you doing here? Boom, you're dead. Because you're the only person that knows about all the terrible things I did. <clears throat> and then at the last fight. <clears throat> Damn, unsubtle. The just, commander has these, yeah. like, giant metal army robots that look badass. That look like they're just fucking killing machines and nothing can stop them. <laughs> There's, like, an entire army at the core of the of the Valerian city because oh uh, no at the at the city of a thousand planets because that's where the the people who blew up their the people who got their planet blew up made a base and they're trying to escape so there's a whole the whole army of the the thousand planets is standing there waiting for them and they're like hey what should we do and then the killer robots the four killer robots come in fucking kill the entire army and then the dude major major Valerian comes out kills all the robots like one shot like pew 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 dead all of them are dead and he's like yeah I just before he runs out there though he has a ship AI who you don't know anything about you don't know what the fuck's going on with the ship AI and he's like fucking fill me up Alex so they're trying to sell a Han Solo and they're like fill me up Alex and he's like the ship's like okay fill me up with what like what did he get did he get ammo did he get like 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 adrenaline did he did he get something they'll tell you just like fill me up. Let's go. Wow, your imagination brings it to awesome places, though. You think he's getting, like, some kind of... Should be getting something. They don't even touch on it. It's not even something they did earlier in the movie. <laughs> Fill me up again. <laughs> All the, dude, a simp, they could have easily made that better by, like, early in the movie going, like, oh, what are you doing over there, Valerian? He's like, oh, I'm setting up uh, our ship's system to make me better at some things. Like, two seconds. Two seconds of dialogue could have yeah. fixed that whole part for me. Also, it could bring the best part of The Matrix into some other franchise. And The Matrix, like, killed DOA almost, but... um. The best part of the Matrix was downloadable content into your brain. That should be in yeah, so many different that was medias. Awesome. That was great. Yeah, that was the best part of the movie. Like, if I want to learn to ha- drive a helicopter, and I got a helicopter, like <laughs> I knew was... kung fu. <laughs> yeah, show me. <laughs> I just learned kung fu. Yeah, that's was... all right. It's a terrible dialogue and terrible movie, but no. such a great premise. Matrix was great as long as it was one movie. As soon as they expanded on that one movie, the only praise they get is those two like holographic twins no, i like the third movie i i i hated them all they got it, 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 they got 
midi-chlorian on our asses. You, you can only go so deep into a sci-fi world before I'm, I'm screaming uncle. Yo, did you ever hear the uh, fan theory on the Matrixes? Speaking of the Matrix, where uh, the Matrix is the timeline of Terminator, like it's what Terminator, what happened in Terminator, actually. Oh, that's aw- That's an awesome fan theory. Yeah, like that's how the world actually ended was Terminator. Skynet, Skynet actually won, and then once it won, it started making the world like it is now, or like it is now for Terminator. Nah, I mean. Yeah, there's a ton of, uh, oh man, we should have like a podcast all about fan theories because, yeah, there there's a couple of them, even about Terminator, where it, it's just become such a disgusting mess that the fans had to actually like take it back and be like, no, this, th- our fan theories are more accurate than yeah, you guys are fucking whatever the right. hell they're doing over there. How are you doing, Nate? You getting all kinds of adjusted? Yeah, my, I'm wearing workout pants and they're sticking to my legs yeah you get all hot and sweaty oh god it's awful i didn't i was like yeah why why would i why would i change to go over ages house to sit in a chair fucked up all right so that's my movie review if i was to give it a score i would probably give it a seven out of ten because the visuals were so good i mean the storyline's not bad it's the way they go about it like the storyline could work perfectly well if it was told better it was bad storytelling no character development. You don't care about the characters whatsoever. So why care about the movie? I like it. It was a good movie review. And it was very relevant because that's a movie I've been wanting to see. And uh, now I'm going to wait for the DVD. I was dying to see it. So keeping with movies, should we do a shitty great movie now? Yeah. And I have one planned, but I'm actually going to... Should I wait until we have more viewers to bring this movie to light? Which movie was it? Dark of the Moon. I don't know what that is. Robots. Yeah, Transmorphers. Oh, Transmorphers. You did a robot dance. <laughs> so, are you going to edit it out or should I really just tell them right now? I don't care. It's up to you. I, it sucks because I, I don't think we have enough viewers to, to shed light on this like truly amazing movie because you have things like right now. Truly amazing. Well, it's not amazing in the sense that like whoever Sean Van Dyke, it's not like Sean Van Dyke went to school to become a director or a writer of any kind of films or anything like that. He's clearly just Dick Van Dyke's son, so taking advantage of that. But this movie should be praised on levels of The Room, um, Mac and Me. Like, there's a lot of movies that are really praised on the internet culture right now that were just terrible, but that's why they're loved. And Transmorphers is one of these movies. It's it, it's so much, it's so much more heartfelt than Mac and Me, and it just it the room is just so ridiculous that you get into it. But this is a movie that's structured, and you can watch it, and it plays like a comedy. But it, there's no joke said, <laughs> no one cracks a smile in the movie. But you can watch this movie as a comedy. It's a B-list movie. It's starring one of my favorite B-list actors, Londale Theus. <laughs> Look him up if you don't know him. Londale Theus is one of the funniest mans alive, and he—I don't think he knows it. And then uh, Sean Van Dyke, director, writer, and star. And uh, yeah, no, it's it's worth the watch. I think Londale Theus doesn't know how good his deadpan is. No, it's so <laughs> good. It's there's one line in the movie. If this can't get you into it, nothing can. He goes. They're at a deserted town, and the guy walks up to him, and he goes, oh, man, it's bleak. And Londale Theus goes, oh, yeah, you wouldn't imagine. We used to have, what do you say? We used to have mothers, fathers, Even children, children, 
Even some families. Yeah, no, <laughs> mothers, children, <laughs> fathers, even some families. Like, this dude is just, he's amazing. His son actually, if you YouTube it, his son has an SNL tryout, and it's awful. <laughs> but it's it runs in the family. Just being ridiculously funny without trying runs in the family. So check this movie out. It's Transmorphers, I think Dark of the Moon, Revenge of the Moon. It's a play on the Transformers. I'm trying to it's see the if it's sequel. On, I'm trying to see if it's on Rotten Tomatoes. It is not on Rotten Tomatoes. It definitely is because I found it at FYE. I'm this obsessed with this movie that I try to find it for sale. I can't find it on Amazon. Can't find it anywhere. So I find it at FYE. They're selling it for forty dollars. So I'm not the only one who knows how great this movie is. Forty dollars. Forty dollars. Brand new. It didn't come used. Special edition. Because people that get this movie, they hold on. No, it was just a regular DVD. It's just they, it's, it's, that's demand, man. People want this freaking movie. Transmorphers, pr- please find the name because I can't remember. Revenge of the Moon, Dark of the Moon, Dark of the Revenge. Transmorphers. I can go into way more detail, but I don't want to give away the jokes. They're just that funny. There's so many things that, like, at, at one point they're crawling past the backhoe. And then Londell Theus just stands straight up with the cartooniest face you've ever seen and just go, like, I don't know why. It's just amazing. I got nothing on Transmorphers. Transmorphers, the sequel. If you can find both, watch them both. I've never seen the first. Second one, Sean Van Dyke directed. It was like uh, one of the original shitty movies that was on Netflix. I remember that. That's how we saw it. Was it on Netflix? Is that why we saw it? Yeah, it was on Netflix. That was like before we all had Netflix too. That was back when like Netflix first came out. Yeah, that was our streaming. Our cousin Vinny's house. Not, not a joke. All right, Land of the Lost. That's my shitty great movie of the week. Wow, good callback. Yeah, since we were talking about it earlier. But to my earlier point, even my we were at a hotel for a wedding for my brother, your stepbrother Mike, um, and he. We were up in the hotel, and my dad, like, runs down to my room, and he's like, dude, turn on Channel 36. It's the funniest Will Ferrell. I know you guys love Will Ferrell. You guys see this movie. So I turn it on while he's, like, at the doorway, and I'm like, what, Land of the Lost? He's like, it's amazing, and he runs back to his room. (laughs) Well, he was a big fan of the show. Your stepdad, my dad. Back when it was a show. Oh, wow. Yeah, very possible. That's why he loved it so much. Yeah, it was. I remember he used to have it on video. Oh, that's great. Oh, is that why I know it? Yeah. Oh, man, that's probably why I know so many of those old crappy shows. Like, he used to make us watch Police Academy, which police, was like... Police n- Academy is funny. It was like Naked Gun before Naked Gun exists, though. The first Police Academy is great. No, not Police Academy. What the hell was it called? Police Academy, of course. It was a show. And, like, I remember the ex- the intro was the exact same intro to Naked Gun. And every time I watch Naked Gun, I remember this show that my dad used to make us watch. <laughs> and I can't remember it. It's just, like, it's done from a cop a cop roof and just like showing him like ripping through like places a cop car shouldn't be you know like the blue screen that just show whatever they want can't remember it it was the predecessor to top naked gun i I keep saying top gun no you didn't (laughs) hard deck in my ass hard deck in my ass (laughs) all right anyway guess the score on uh rotten tomatoes for land of the lost oh back to it um I'm going to guess, uh, oh i think it got a favorable score i'm gonna guess 63 whoa high hopes over there I really do have iOS. This movie is renowned as hot garbage. Damn. 26%. Even the audience has a 32%. It's general, <laughs> It's genuinely a funny movie. It doesn't I've... take itself serious. It, it, no, it's perfect. It doesn't lose itself by any point. It doesn't get you convoluted. Oh, wow. Yes, it does. The The tripping scene is the only time it loses itself in its like Judd Apatel type 
esque, you know. It's so good. But yeah, the movie is freaking great. The only downside I'd have to say is the freaking um the guy from Lonely Island Boys. Which one who? Chim Chim, Chom Chom. Chim Chim. The freaking monkey thing that like humps everything. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Like it's too a little too blue collar. I enjoy puns. I enjoy Nah, that was pretty good. I didn't mind that. The lizard people, the when he got peed on by the big T Rex to get the T Rex pee. Yeah, but stuff like that, I'm not into. The whole feud through the movie with him and the T Rex. The T-Rex. only blue comedy that I actually genuinely enjoyed in that movie is when he turns around and the freaking mosquito is like <laughs> the sides of his back. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. So, like, but no, nah, I'm much more for. Uh, Danny McBride was good in this movie. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, he was great. So, yeah, a lot of good reasons to love that movie. But. He literally fights a T Rex. <laughs> he jumps a, down the throat to have a duel. Yeah, <laughs> I've now literally seen everything. <laughs> oh man, that was a fun movie. It's so great. Everything about it is when they get the big crab and they steam it. And they're eating giant crab. It, they don't steam it. It falls into like <laughs> yeah, and it falls into so, like the, the volcano. So great. Oh, go watch that movie. Yeah, please, for us. All right. That movie was great. Yes. I think I might watch it tonight. And you never found Transmorphers on... Uh... Nah, I gave up looking. Damn. There's so it's many on other... IMDb. There's so many Search other... Search IMDb just for me. Transmorpher things out there. The chick uh, that played uh, his friend, Anna, Anna Frill? Frill? I don't know how to spell it. I don't know how to spell it. Guys, I don't know if you've noticed this so far, but I'm not good at pronouncing things. <laughs> Pronunciation is Valerian. not my strong suit. Strong salt. It's not my strong salt. That's in my armpits. Yeah. <laughs> the strongest salt is in my armpits. I don't know. That just it sounded right. Well, I mean, I just went with it. All right, Transmorphers and IMDb. Transmorphers. It has it with Matthew Wolf and I got Transmorphers Fall of Man. What year do you think it came out? Oh four. Well, I got 2007. But that's the one I looked up earlier, and it didn't have any of the people that we remember in it. No Londell Theus. Fall of Man. Dude, just look up Sean Van Dyke. It says Magnus Opum. You're a Magnus Opum. Oh, wow. Last night I texted you Opum Magnus. <laughs> I didn't uh, realize until now. It's Transmorphers, Fall of Man. This is Fall uh, of Man. Shane Van Dyke. What did I say, Sean? Sean Van Dyke. Sean Van Dyke. But again, I don't see Londell Theus in Dick's here. kid. Londell Theus, there he goes. Mayor Ethan Holt. Ethan Holt is probably, he He, he uh, does an amazing job. Here's the storyline. In the Londell present Theus. day prequel, the robot invaders attack the Earth, forcing a small band of humans to seek refuge below the surface of the planet. Which never happens. None of that happens. <laughs> They all right. Let me give you a quick synopsis of what actually happened. This is Fall of Man, though. This isn't Dark of Moon or whatever you're talking about. All right, ready? This is what happens. Sean Van Dyke wakes up one day, and then we pan to a booth that looks like where you you get your photos developed. And there's a military guy, and he goes, "The attack's begun." And then you flash to Sean Van Dyke showing up at his girlfriend's house. But then there's an attack droid. So then they run off into the woods, and then they find an old rickety town. And we've already met the mayor. I forgot to mention this point. He stopped someone from like backing out of a driveway or something earlier. 
And then, so what, ma- what mayor should be doing? Yeah. So then we meet the mayor at like this old decrepit town, and then he's like, "Oh yeah, we used to have women, children, fathers, even some families." And then you're like, "That was amazing." And then he's like, "Oh yeah, I used to be a mayor. I could get the finest beans." And you're like, "Mayors don't eat beans." And like, <laughs> it's just so much amazingness. And then the end of the movie is they creep around uh, old like abandoned factory. Mayors could totally eat beans. And then I I don't even remember the end. What is the end? I, j- I just keep thinking of the Amabee video from Black Eyed Peas. Amabee, Amabee. <laughs> like, they got that giant robot chasing them. It's Two- along those lines, though, but it's amazing. 2009 is when it came out. Damn, 2009. 2000. See, that movie should be well represented in the zeitgeist of inter-fame. Inter-fame. Internet fame. Inter-fame. Inter-fame. I'm famous interly. All right, so... um. Yeah. Is that a redundant question? No. We're not there yet? No, I thought we were going with, do you want to do that or do you want to do? That is the question. Fan theory? Yeah, come up. What is your fan theory that, uh, hopefully they haven't been said, but darn it if a fan theory hasn't been said. It's kind of like the Simpsons did it of internet memes. Like, you try to come up with a fan theory, someone else has done it. But let's go. And I think AJ has a really individual one, so let's hear it. Oh, yeah. So I have a four-year-old daughter, and when she was younger, she used to watch a lot of Nick Jr., uh, specifically the Is show. Is face B- still on there? Bubble Guppies? No. F-A-C-E. Spells face. And that's me. Instead, they just build, like, <laughs> things out of paper towel rolls and stuff. Who is this? The Bubble Guppies? Yeah. Underwater? Yeah. How are they building paper towel things underwater? Hmm. That's paper. No, not them. Oh. The face thing. They got rid of the face thing, and now they just do underwater thing. Not mm. underwater. They just do, like, building Paper things. towel things. Gotcha. Gotcha. All check, right, anyway. Check. That's what they do in commercial breaks. But the show Bubble Guppies is a show about five mermaidish children. They're half human, half fish. Oh, I've seen the little jampkins of... They usually have pretty good songs. That your kid runs around with the jampkins? Yeah. What are they called? Yampkins? Pajamas. No, the yampkins. The little... Oh, the, yeah, the fucking smushy things. I don't know what they're called. They're all kind of yoinkins, shopkins, shopkins, yoinkins, schmackins, <laughs> schmookins. Yoinkins is the competitor. All right, so Bubble Guppies is a show about five small f- mermaids, baby mermaids, living in a fish world. So like they go to school, Mer-beams. they do all kinds of. They live in like a little fish town. You know, there's all these fish around, but there's no, you don't see any, you don't. Mr. Gruber. Yeah, Mr. Gruber. He's the, te- right. he's their teacher. My but you don't ever the see the, um, the, the parents of the mermaid fish. You see other kids' parents. You see other fish parents. Like, they have a little fish friend that they see one episode because he, like, breaks his arm or something. <laughs> I don't know how he does that. He got, he has a fin. <laughs> but he breaks, he breaks something and he goes to the hospital and, they're like, oh, you know, like they met his mom and everything. I'm like, all right, well, obviously all these other little fish have parents. But then they go to school, and it's just them. Like they're the only people in their classroom, and they're only these half fish, half humans. And you never see a teacher? You, only grouper. Grouper's the only teacher. But you don't see any other half human, half fish in there. So I'm like, yo, this is like a fish government conspiracy here. These these fish created these half human people 
is like a human genome project, and they're only te- that's why they're segregated in their own little room, taught by Mister Grouper. Yeah, because as a fish, you can be as smart as you want, but you can never have the abilities that a land mammal would have. No, so and they're trying to capture that they're, shit. They're trying. They're trying to apply it to themselves. Holy crap! But they're the only fish people out there. Okay, but the only fish people. What, what are their officials? Do you see that are fish form? Like Mister Gruber must have a higher official above him. Well, there must be someone above him. There's a. There's definitely a mayor. Okay, so let's there's start a, with him. There's a grump fish. Who's that, who's that mayor answering to? <laughs> I don't know. What lobbyists are in his pocket? <laughs> there's definitely something going on, man. Big Bates pulling some strings. They definitely have government services because there's postal service. There's there's mail fish. There's eateries. There's a damn. There's construction equipment because he loses a, a construction. And clearly, scientists working on the genome between. I'm telling you. And this could have even been something that they had lost. You know, they're seeing old manuscripts of half human, half fish. And they're used like, to be half human. Yeah, and they're trying to recapture that shit. That's crazy. Through like even selective breeding and stuff. Ugh, that's a rough show, man. <laughs> it's intense. I'm like, oh, this is this is like they're the only half people here. What's going on here? Something's up. And you're just letting your kids watch that. Yep, crazy. <coughs> so she stopped watching it, but still, that's all I think about when I watch it. So I forced show. her to stop watching. It. <laughs> nah, nah, I didn't force her. I was obsessed about this genocide of. Uh, but I'm just like, man, it, like, fish culture. There's clearly other children. Because they come across other fish children in their little fish village. But oh, they're friends with fish? Yeah. Damn. How do fish, fish know English? Fish, crabs. Or do they speak like... They even, they even go to like fish Egypt. They go camping all the time. They like, like fires. Fish Egypt. There is like fish Egypts though. There's like monuments that have sunk to the ground. I'm not opposed to fish Egypt. The Sphinx though. They're in the Sphinx. Damn. Yeah. All right. So... Uh, yeah, no, I'm going to have to read about uh, some bubble yuppies. and uh, Just get up at like fucking 9 o'clock in the morning and watch Nick Jr. You don't even have to read up on it. I don't I don't got cable like that. Oh, you know I what? I'll streaming. I think I have their Christmas special. I'll let you borrow it. Oh, I'll watch the Christmas special. <laughs> it's going to reveal all the answers. Mr. If Grump- there's a Santa fish, he's at the top of it. Mr. Grumpfish plays Scrooge. Is he a Santa fish or is he actually a Santa with a fish body? I don't remember. I didn't watch it. Oh, shit, man. That's that's the real decider. I think he's just a fish with a beard. Because what do elves look like? Are elves just guppies? Yeah. You're opening up a whole crazy shit. Is fish is fish Bob and SpongeBob in the same universe? Do you think? No, fish Bob. No, you don't think. No. Because hmm. hmm. it's a big ocean. It's a big world out there. A lot of fish in the sea. Yeah, they could they could potentially like that's like I've never met every human in the world. <laughs> <laughs> and they have way more. They have seventy percent of the planet. Then they have fishy. Never, never met Squidward, but he's out there living his little Squidward life. All right. So, what's your fan theory? All right. So, my fan theory, although not structured, I'd love for someone to run with it because I've noticed it time and time again. And I wish I had actually written down all the clues, but my clues are throughout six seasons of a show, so it's like it's tough. I'm gonna have to go on memory. Anyway, so my fan theory is that. You could look at Bob's Burgers. My fan theory is about Bob's Burgers. Now, if you watch Bob's Burgers, you could view it and you could say there's absolutely no continuity, kind of to the paces of South Park back in the day where Kenny died and then he came back to life. Of course, now we have an explanation and blah, blah, there's blah. A little, but there's a little continuity in that show. In Bob's Burgers. Yeah. Boom. Fan theory. The episodes don't happen in in order. But there is absolutely continuity. You notice continuity throughout things. They'll be, they'll remember things from other episodes all the time. And yeah. like you said, there's some continuity. So why does that explain the shark destroying their restaurant? 
Why does that explain Jimmy Jr. always forgetting that Tina and him are dating? Why does that explain Teddy being there as a friend and then not being a friend? And there are varying degrees of relationship. There's so much of it that I wish I had written down because if you watch this show, it's 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 mind blowing how. All right, here's my biggest one that that started the theory, and this isn't even the first episode, second episode, whatever. But in uh. Like, the second season, episode six around, I, I don't know any of these numbers for sure, Bob gets a a letter and a box from people. He opens the letter. The letter says, when your dad sold us your restaurant, his restaurant, we found this, or we found this box, and we were afraid it was filled with dildos, and it says Bob's <laughs> toys on the side of it. He opens it up, and it's filled with a bunch of crappy toys. Now, later in the episode, they're up in the living room. Episode. Later in the episode, they're up in the living room, and there's a picture of Big Bob's Diner on the wall behind them. And it is the exact same Big Bob's Diner that they visit in Season 4, Episode 2. For Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. For the Christmas episode. So he hasn't sold it. Those people never found the box of Bob's toys. But that happened in Episode uh, season two. Ah. So, so that was absolutely before his father sold. So we find out what happens to the father's restaurant. The father sells the restaurant, retires however means he feels possible, and then someone else buys the restaurant. Yet later on, we are introduced to the same restaurant because you can see the picture is the exact same as the one hanging on their wall in season two. So that's the same restaurant. So that episode in season four comes before season two. Now there's other things too where like Mr. Fishoder doesn't understand why Bob is who he is. Says like, why don't you try to be more of a businessman? Now there's a bunch of episodes that- Bob! (laughs) Yeah, there's a bunch of episodes that hinge on why aren't you a businessman? Then there's one clear cut episode where Mr. Fishoder goes, oh my God, it's because you're an artist. Now there's a bunch of- Yeah, I remember that. There's a bunch of other episodes where Fish Odor is completely um, infatuated with Bob, loves his arm hair, wants to share secrets of why he's making money on his failing roller coasters and stuff. Like, he, he, he divulges all of these, like... Confides in Bob. Confides in Bob only after realizing that Bob is much higher up than these other lowly business owners. He is actually an artist. He is someone that, you know, and, and so that... It, these they, it absolutely has continuity and it's shown continuity in other things where they're like oh hey mickey so they clearly remember mickey from another episode yeah. so that mickey episode the guy that does moolissa got the moolissa no that's uh oh man i can't remember but yeah so you're <laughs> love, feeling me though yeah like, no, that guy's in a bunch of bill, so, it's bill Hader, right bill Hader plays that guy yeah he also plays uh bob's dad which yeah. we're bob senior we were oh, just yeah, talking well, about I love Bill Hader. Also a writer for South Park. Yeah, I know. Um, Best thing South Park's ever done. Also a guy on SNL. Uh, Bill Hader actually has- Stop a, naming Bill Hader's accolades. Dude, I freaking love him. <laughs> yeah, me too. I like Bill He's Hader. the voice of- uh, The Planter's Peanut guy. Meatballs from uh, the sky, whatever yeah. it's called. Cloud of a Chance Cloud Meatballs. Chance meatballs. meatballs from the sky. <laughs> Steve. But um, yeah, no, so you're, you're buying me though. I would have to research more to get exactly, but there's absolutely continuity in Bob's Burgers. It's just By not research, in just order. By research, just watching Bob's Burgers episodes. Writing it down actually was my whole point. I should have wrote it down. I know every episode by heart. I could sit here and like give me an hour, and I'll come up with a, a line of which order I think the episodes came in. But I absolutely think there's continuity. It's coming I just... soon, a whole episode on Bob's Burgers timeline. Let's do it. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm totally down for. It. I love Bob's Burgers, man. My favorite. My favorite episode is when um they go to the museum with regular Rudy. 
Do the introduction of regular Rudy. Regular Rudy is one of my favorite characters. You can't knock regular Rudy. <laughs> regular Rudy's great. Also, also, oh no, Rudy Stevowitz. Which one is that? And uh, right here. Oh, regular Rudy. Thank God. Hey, what's the big idea? <laughs> Whoa! Why doesn't someone put a bell on you? <laughs> That's a line from like that was so great. Oh man, that whole show is great. What are you looking at? That's like time. Yeah, I mean we can keep talking. Yeah, no, I wanted to, I was seeing if we had time for the book to movie or or a movie to book or a TV to movie, movie to TV, however you want to play it. I mean, I got a couple of minutes to cut out, so it depends on how long you want to run. Well, let's keep it for next time. All right. So how do you want to end it? It's over. No, I'm just kidding. Um, that was cool to end it at the Bob's Burgers talk. We can get back into the Bob's, like a couple minutes of Bob's Burger talk, maybe. Um... But yeah, so you know what I'm saying, that there's continuity, but it's not in order. Yeah, I, I know what you're saying exactly. So yeah. So it makes sense, too. I like to see like how the Mr. Chow timeline plays, right? Mr. Chow, Dr. Chow, Dr. Chow. Yap, 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 yap. Yeah, Dr. Yap, yes, Dr. Yap, Dr. Chow. Can't forget the hands. Yap, 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 yap. He does it to the kids every time. Because he's in a lot of episodes. <laughs> yeah, but it, the there's also varying degrees of um, familiarity, which yeah. is like a huge theme throughout Bob's Rose. They don't remember each other, but there's different varying degrees of familiarity. You gotta watch it. If you watch it, you'll be because the first problem is like that. I finally that I really had a problem with the show was like why doesn't Mister Fisher always like Bob as much? And that's like really where it, like the itch came from to have to find some way to look who around play, it. Who plays Mister Fisher? Owner is it is it Paul F. Tompkins? No, it sounds like Paul F. Tompkins. Oh, I love that you don't know this. It's um. Jim Gordon or whatever from Wild Wild West. I forget his real name. Oh, Kevin Klein? Kevin Klein. Kevin it's Klein Kevin plays Klein. Mr. Fish I owner? swear to God, oh, it's so no great. Way. Yes, that's what makes it so great. Stop. Is that he just says the most ridiculous things. Yo. Jimmy! I'm going to take a sidebar here and kill the Bob's Burgers talk for it. a second and talk about a show that I just came across on whatever one of the apps I use. But it's on some other channel. It's called Harmon Quest. And it's Dan, Dan Harmon? Dan Harmon. Nice. Dan Harmon, some guy named Spencer, some chick, and some other guy, and then usually a special guest, and they play, like, quest games, so they play, like, they're playing, like, Dungeons and Dragons, and they have a special guest come on each week and do, like, a bit part in the in the series. In the first episode, they had Paul F. Tompkins on. Nice. Dude, it was, and they- He's they, one of the funniest men alive. They, like, do jokes. They do, like, improv jokes in the middle. One of them. In, yeah, dude, he's great. In in, the, in between playing this uh this quest game, this questing game, and then they animate to it. They animate to like the improv jokes that they like the funny banter, and it's hysterical. Like it is really funny. We should watch it actually right after this. Just a little bit of it. I'll watch it. Just see what it's like. But. I think Paul F. Tompkins kills it on uh, BoJack Horseman though. Who's at the door? Who's at the door? <laughs> it's just like, dude, this guy. I listen to uh, Comedy Bang Bang podcast a lot. He's Back great at working the crowds too. The whole Earwolf Sorry. crowd, and he—he he was one of the funniest parts on it. He did so many like improv voices and like random characters. He was like a big inspiration for me to get into like podcasting, like doing funny shit, because he is fucking hysterical. Yeah, but just by being charismatic and being yeah. on point with his, his wit, definitely behind that. Oh uh, yeah, Paul F. Tompkins, if uh, you can come through to our podcast, it's an open invitation. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what AJ sounds like. All right, on that note. Yep, that was AJ. This is Nate. We should get out of here. Zip it up and zip it out. But not while it's out. Now you got to say zippity-doo-dah, Dave. Bye-bye now.
It's from uh, Dave Chappelle, I remember. In, uh, uh, all right, we'll get back. In, yeah, all right. Yeah, so no, I'm with you. It's, what, Sorry. White, it's like when Dave Chappelle says like uh, like uh things like peace out to white people, yeah. like white lawyers. All well, right, peace out. All right, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm with you. <laughs> All right, anyway, that was an awful way to end. Zip it up and zip it up. <laughs> all right, Dave, zippity doo dah, bye bye. Like we said, uh, comment, subscribe, all those things. Let us know. Yeah, email us, uh, stillbrotherspodcast at gmail.com. Definitely willing to take, uh, you know, suggestions for our uh, end question. There's like a big open ended thing. If you guys can come up with a question, we'd love to do it. So, yep, let us know. Yep, later. Peace.